0: Welcome to the Wardrobe Muse, helping you dress from the inside out. Visit lastwardrobe.com, L-A-S-S-Wardrobe.com. Here's your host, Lisa. Hi, I'm Lisa Ann Santon, and I am here today with Laura Edinburgh from Hang It Up. And I love her tagline, create your style from the inside out. And Laura and I met in a, I like to call it a mastermind women's networking group and instantly connected because clearly we do very, very similar work. I asked her to come speak to us about her favorite sustainable brands in some of my favorite categories. So jewelry is one of my favorite categories, good athleisure, great shoes, and obviously women's fashion. So Laura's going to talk to us about Uh, Some of her research and why she loves some of these brands, and we're gonna learn so much today.
1: Thank you so much for having me here today, Lisa. It's great to see you again. I started my wardrobe styling business almost three years ago. Before that, I was a stay at home mom for about 11 years. I wanted to find something that I had flexibility, being around my kids, and also doing things that I enjoyed. Through the years, friends of mine and family members would come to me for fashion advice and asking for help when it came to style and um, finding pieces that fit them. During that time, I would also hear their frustrations, and many of them involved lack of inclusivity in sizes, cost of clothing, anxiety in the fitting room, So hearing all of this from my female friends, I decided to start Hang It Up. I truly believe that when a woman has clothing that she feels good in, the confidence will follow. Since launching Hang It Up three years ago, I've also partnered with a nonprofit in Lawrence. The organization is called Uncommon Threads, and it is an empowerment boutique, and we um, offer services to women who are struggling. So those women come to us via a recommendation from a social worker or a doctor or a therapist. And I am a uh, stylist, a volunteer stylist for that organization. We
0: love that organization, Uncommon Threads, run by Susan Canoff, And Susan and I have, um, we have a personal connection uh, through a relative, but we've also, I've tried to incorporate her into some of the fun things I'm doing, like Rubbish to Runway. Mm. So it's really important for all of us to work together. Um, I think many times people would say, well, why are you having a stylist on your podcast? You are a stylist. Because, you know, women... We all have yeah, to we're supporting one yes, another. support one another. Yes, and absolutely,
1: we can learn from one another 100%. Sure. I love the fact that I am working with my own personal clients and also helping these women on, at Uncommon Threads. I take a lot of my leftover clothing from my clients' homes and I bring them up there as well. So it's a nice circular motion with the amount of clothing that I have access to.
0: So ladies, if you're looking to donate things... Get in touch with us. We'll get the items up to Uncommon Threads. And I want Laura to tell you a little bit about the little boutique shop you can engage in for yourself when they have their little boutique offering where you can shop. That's
1: right. So Uncommon Threads does have a boutique where women like you and I or anyone off the street can come and visit and shop. All of your money for that beautiful clothing goes straight to the organization Uncommon Threads collects clothing, and some of it is quite high-end, and we take those high-end items, and on Wednesday and Friday, the boutique is open from 10 to 1, I believe, and um, you can shop and support the program that way. I've got great outfits and deals. I've even bought things for friends as gifts. There's a beautiful boutique there.
0: And it's so great because it's... uh kind of sufficing your need to buy something new, but it's keeping something out of a landfill 100%. because another woman just, you know, it didn't serve her any longer. And then the money that you spend is helping to promote the program. So it's like, as you're saying, it's a circle. Yeah, It's a circle of good all around. Um, and that sort of leads us into this whole big sort of scary word of sustainability in fashion. So tell us your thought on yes, making so it more- accessible. Mm -hmm.
1: So once I started my business, um, and also leading up to it, I was doing a lot of research and um, listening to podcasts that had to do with fashion, entrepreneurship, basically getting behind the scenes of the fashion industry. And during that time, I began to learn about ethical fashion. In essence, there's a dirty secret out there that brands hire women in third world countries, it's primarily 85% women, and their work conditions are unsustainable and unacceptable, quite frankly. They work long hours and paid an unlivable wage. A lot of people don't realize that. So when I began to do my research, it was really eye-opening to me. And I, if I had to consider myself a professional shopper, I took pride in it. But it made me take a step back and look at my own behaviors and how can I change that to make the world a better place and not support brands that are paying their garment workers an unlivable wage. That is why I try to tie into ethical fashion into any interaction I have with women and my clients. I don't want to make anyone feel guilty, but if I didn't know about the fashion industry and what's happening then there must be other women who want to know this information as well and perhaps they may make a small change in their purchasing
0: habits, habits. And, yeah. and before we you know came up into the studio to to do this podcast we were talking about a great movie that anyone can rent or or see because mm-hmm. it's on Netflix i think it's still being distributed yep. through Netflix called the true cost and so when i'm working with my clients i don't want to guilt them i don't want to judge them i don't want to create shame by offering this movie as a vehicle for awareness, Mm -hmm. it's not just coming from me. It's coming from a documentary standpoint. Um, You're seeing the real life conditions that we're talking about Mm -hmm. in a way that's been packaged. And it's very informative and educational. Certain pieces of the movie are heavy emotionally. Yes. But it's it's good. It's a good awareness tool.
1: Right. Well, the True Cost movie stems from the collapse of Rana Plaza that happened in 2013, killing 1,132 people. A lot of people don't know about that. So that documentary was created after that. There's another wonderful uh, platform that was birthed, you might say, after the Rana Plaza is fashion revolution. They provide a number of educational resources to um, everyday people like us, teachers, and how we can make changes in our everyday lives to see that brands make changes in their manufacturing.
0: Right. The consumer votes with their dollars. So, you know, I encourage our listeners to realize your power. You are empowered every time you spend even a dollar. You're making a choice Mm -hmm. and you're impacting change. So Laura, tell us about some of the fun brands. And I know a few of them, but I want your perspective on them that you've chosen today to share with us and educate us about. I am a collector of jewelry. And when I say a collector, if you
1: walked into my closet, you would see... A wall of necklaces drawers full of bracelets and jewelry and it's one of my ways that I love to express myself and change up how I look every day there's a couple of brands that I am huge fans of uh, the first one I'm gonna tell you about is Aurate rate and they carry fine jewelry and they use vermeil and recycled gold Their diamonds are non-conflict along with their pearls as well. They're sourced responsibly. And you might be thinking, oh, gold's so expensive. This might be a little bit more expensive than maybe our listeners might want to spend. But what r Rate does is make the prices affordable for consumers. They sell direct to consumer and they offer everyday jewelry that you can leave on, For example, um, I own a few pieces, and um, I can just leave them on, and they're everyday essentials where um, you almost forget they're on your body. And um, they have a minimalistic design that everyday women can wear, and I love supporting them. Even reading their information on their website, they really take great pride in their jewelry that they offer to women. They want it to be accessible for everyday women, and not so much where women have to wait, say, for example, for an anniversary or a birthday. Women can buy this these items for themselves at a very reasonable cost.
0: It was a brand I was not aware of. So when I was prepping for our visit today, I looked at them and just a really strong and very positive message, um, a very clean design. Mm-hmm. So you're right. The pieces speak to an everyday, very wearable aesthetic. I think the price points were great.
1: Absolutely. I prefer wearing gold. So for me, when I discovered the brand and I read about their philosophy, I was 100% sold. And I honestly, I visit their website quite often just to see if there's any new uh, jewelry drops. They add new lines monthly. So I like to see what's out there. Um, my husband wouldn't like to hear that I'm on their website so often, but it's a running joke in the
0: house. So, um. But it's a great philosophy you have because I think jewelry is an inexpensive way to really pop your wardrobe, mm-hmm. make it your own, customize it, and you can almost wear something maybe several times during the week, layer it. change it up. So it becomes, I think, a very affordable way Mm -hmm. to make an investment in something that you can also share. You can share a piece of jewelry with your Teenage girls, college Absolutely. age girls, girlfriends, you know, so it's yes. not something that's size dependent. So more people can share if you're inclined to share. Exactly. So, yes, I,
1: I mean, I plan any piece, you know, as I said, I'm a collector. So I always have in the back of my mind that I will be passing along my jewelry to the
0: girls. So. That's great. Another thing I like to offer my clients if they want to get a little bit more in depth and and creative. Take some of the old jewelry you have that is gold, bring it to a local jeweler that Mm -hmm. is uh, a craftsperson. I have someone in Beverly that I like to use and reimagine it. Mm -hmm. Create something, they can melt it down, they can reuse gemstones. Mm -hmm. So that is certainly a little bit more work and a little bit more expensive a process, but you're really getting a -a one-of-a-kind customized piece versus just leaving it in an old jewelry box. So there's lots of ways to take old things and make them new again. Yes. And then pairing that with something from this offering. That's right. right. And I've done the same. That's great. What's your other favorite jewelry brand? Because I, like you, love jewelry. (laughs) Talk about it all day. Right,
1: right. Uh, The other brand is called Soko. And they use reclaimed, recycled, and locally sourced materials to make beautiful and modern jewelry. They employ artisans in Africa to manufacture and create these items and they give these artisans an opportunity to sell their goods. The company Soko actually communicates them through their mobile phones and they put orders in through their phones to these artisans And it creates a line of work for these people that may not have the opportunity to show their craftsmanship. It's a beautiful line of jewelry. I'm not sure if I mentioned this. They use brass. Mm. All of their items are locally sourced from Africa.
0: So it's a way for some of the African artists to keep the tradition of their art. That's right. Going at a fair. I'm assuming they're, they're getting fair wages, which is awesome. 100%. Great, great. Soko, right? Soko. Love it. We'll have to list um, these when I, you know, promote our podcast so people can get in there and do some shopping.
1: Yes, definitely.
0: Then you had some great women's fashion that I actually knew these two brands, but I am really want your perspective on on them.
1: So I'm sure you're talking about Amour Verre, which means green love in French. And um, it's a beautiful line of apparel. They have lovely fabrics that are wearable and breathable. And all of the fabrics are locally sourced and between beechwood, organic cotton, tensile, cupro, wool. And they even use deadstock leather for some of their pieces as well. Deadstock is leftover fabric from designers that are made into something new.
0: So you're getting so scrap upcycling. and you're upcycling. Exactly, that.
1: exactly. So they have beautiful florals and everyday pieces to wrap dresses. They even carry um, some, some shoe brands on their e-commerce site, Vasia. They have bags and some jewelry as well. But it's a beautiful website and they have a couple of retail stores around the US in California and Washington State and Georgia. That's fun.
0: I like the notion of the fabrics being sustainable. Mm -hmm. And so reducing that whole heavy footprint in the uh, fashion industry Yes, and and using scrap. That's amazing.
1: It is. They also have a men's line coming soon. Oh, I know. I just recently, I'm always trying to get my husband to um, shop a little more consciously, although I'm the shopper for him. So it's me, you know, making that change for him. But I was recently reading about Amor Amor Verre And a men's line is soon coming. Oh, that's so so
0: fabulous. I think, you know, for men, it can be somewhat easier if they really want to get into a sustainable mindset. My own husband has found a resource through um, Goodwill. Goodwill has an expanded offering online. And, you know, he knows what brand he likes. He knows his size. It's Mm -hmm. very standard. And he'll watch, he'll set up, you know, alerts and watch for those brands. And many times he's getting shirts that still have tags on them.
1: Wow. I'm so surprised to hear that. That's good to know. So
0: I think, you know, again, I don't want to be gender biased, but I think men get a lot of gifts, you know, from relatives and it's just not to their taste. and sits around their closet Mm -hmm. for a bit. And then their spouses will usually like wipe it all out, send it off to Goodwill. And so there's brand new items there, $200 shirts. And my husband can acquire them for under $20 and then some shipping. So that's a great way to keep the men engaged in what we're doing. That's good to hear.
1: He's shopping for himself too. He
0: is. (laughs) 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 Yeah. It's a great resource. Yes.
1: Yeah. Wonderful.
0: I would love to hear about if you wrote some notes about Girlfriend Collective because athleisure is such an important part of, you know, what everyone's doing today. And yes.
1: Well, we're all trying to fit in some good exercise, whether it be walking, running how, and how nice it would be to just throw a sweater over what you just wore, a T-shirt over a part of your outfit and just continue on throughout the day. Girlfriend Collective, uh, it's an e-commerce brand and their foundation pieces are leggings, bras, and um, some bodysuits. And all of their fabrics are made out of recycled water bottles and fishing nets. The softness and the stretchiness of the fabric is wonderful. I use them whenever I'm running, and I've even gifted Girlfriend Collective to a friend who is running her first 5K. And um, That's cool. Yeah, so... Another thing that I love about this uh, brand is the inclusivity of the models that they use on their website. There's all shapes, sizes, colors, and I love that because even now, my young daughter will say to me, this brand's okay, but they really don't, they're not very diverse in the size of their models, and I love that my daughter is noticing that, and Girlfriend Collective definitely empowers empowers women all shapes and sizes
0: we do need much more representation in the marketplace around that um okay so you can't see me because this is a podcast but i'm a woman that's probably on the 14 16 size range and i do not see myself reflected in the marketplace Mm -hmm. and it's very hard to shop in the marketplace yes you know, things are just sort of skewed to a different body shape, mm-hmm. size, and type, and to a younger audience. Yes, so yes. more inclusivity,
1: one hundred percent is
0: is essential. And yes. we've got to ask for
1: it. Yes, We have to demand it. Yes. yes, because it's almost women are not looked at almost after the age of thirty, thirty five. and We exist and we're beautiful no matter what our body shape is.
0: And it's interesting to me when you travel through more um, of the European countries, you really see women embracing style at any age. Yes. And it doesn't mean that the women are all running around in couture, designer clothes. Mm -hmm. They just feel empowered to dress and be their best selves Every day.
1: Absolutely. And it's yeah. just
0: refreshing. And I think maybe there there may be different options there. But mm-hmm. in the U.S. consumer market, we've just got to start demanding yes. uh, to be seen. I strongly encourage my clients to think outside the box. Looking at fashion magazines and following brands on Instagram and following Hollywood starlets is fun. But... I'm empowering women to think about what style is going to work for them instead of being fed Mm -hmm. a style. And that's a lot more work. You have to think about what you want to buy. You have to think about how you want to spend your money. It's Mm -hmm. not just a blind purchase anymore. I don't know how you empower your clients, Laura. I'd love to hear about that.
1: Yeah, so I try to encourage them to look at platforms like Pinterest and what really connects with them and not be so afraid of following trends or what other women are wearing. And if they feel good in their clothing, then I really believe that they will find their inner confidence. It will carry them throughout the day. I also try to help them find colors that work with their skin tone and stick to a palette connecting those colors and then the rest of their closet, including neutrals. So it's just easy to mix and match different pieces using a few colors within their closet.
0: I think one of the things we need to do is also empower one another. So I have witnessed grown women playing the mean girls game and we need to get away from that. Mm -hmm. So just because you don't like something someone's wearing, it doesn't suit you. We need to acknowledge and empower that a woman that we see and, and, and admire might be, that's her authentic self. That's her style. Right. Instead of this group, think of all dressing alike.
1: Right. And that also kind of ties into even thinking differently. You know, we can't, look down upon someone if they have a different view or values and it's being okay to live our lives together. And you might like one thing or dress a certain way, but this is what makes us unique.
0: Yes. I think the authenticity of each person finding their signature style and then all of us applauding that Mm -hmm. is how we're going to grow away from those brands that are sticking Mm onto us a certain look that we should be wearing. Mm-hmm. So that's part of the empowerment of, yes. of change. And
1: I think if women go to these websites or visit these brands, and if they can see themselves in, these, in the models that are showcasing their clothing, they are more likely to try on different items from those brands. Again, support those brands and vote with your dollar. Be aware of companies that are being more inclusive you know I'm of this age and I've been reading fashion magazines for years and years and you know it's almost like you become immune seeing the same kind of model in the magazines and now when you look on Instagram it's just so diverse and all shapes and sizes and I 100% applaud that and I want to see that Continue on for my kids' futures and beyond.
0: Yes, we are the people who are going to empower our nieces, daughters, young friends that we're mentoring to not fall into some of the same traps Mm -hmm. uh, we fell into. So, right. And you have a great brand um, that is a shoe, a footwear brand that I want to really hear about uh, because they're doing some really innovative design. So talk about that for us.
1: Rothy's is the shoe brand. I'm a huge fan. I personally own four pairs, and uh, I can't get enough. They are incredibly comfortable to be worn every day. They are lightweight, and they are made completely from recycled water bottles. They're easy to clean, so if you get a little scuff on them, you just take out the insole, and you can throw them in the washing machine, and they come out perfectly fine and not even misshapen.
0: A shoe we can wash. A
1: shoe we can wash.
0: That is something innovative.
1: Yes, yes. They make different styles. They have a sneaker. They have a loafer, pointy toe, or round toe style. So I just adore these shoes. So many colors to choose from. They have uh, style drops, I would say monthly with new styles that are coming out, different looks, and they have limited edition styles as well. I just love what this brand is doing. Good size assortment. Great size assortment. So like a
0: wide can, can get in there.
1: So the great thing about the Rothy shoes is it almost feels like a knit and a knit material. So when you put them on, it uh, shapes to your foot size. So if you have a wider foot, I think you would be 100% fine. Um, I would say with a pointy toe, I'm hearing that if you're, say, a nine and a half, you should just size up to a 10.
0: Right. And good support. You've been walking in them and you love them. I walk with
1: them. I've walked all over New York City in them. Excellent. I'm also a part-time teacher and I teach in them as well. So I absolutely love them.
0: Okay, that's a great endorsement. I know a lot of my clients will be going to Europe and they know that they're going to do much more walking than they do in the States. They're looking for a good looking but comfortable walking Mm -hmm. shoe. And this might give them a little bit of a fashion edge. Absolutely, they're
1: they're great for just walking around during the day and then throw a cute dress on at night that they can carry day to night, 100%.
0: So great. I think that's a big part of what I try to teach my clients is buy something that you can get multiple uses out of, because that's a reduction of your footprint. Mm -hmm. You're not buying 10 different pairs of shoes to meet all these varying needs. If Mm -hmm. you can do something from day to night, it's so convenient. Absolutely. Great. Anything else you want to share with us? You're a wealth of knowledge. I feel like we should take it all in while Uh, you're here. Well, there is one more
1: brand I would like to talk to you about. Um, It's called Able, and it is an ethical lifestyle brand. They carry apparel, bags, shoes, and jewelry. And this brand provides job opportunities for at-risk women to help end the cycle of poverty. So this brand, all the garment workers are women, and uh, these women, a lot of them, are at risk for sex trafficking, and this gives them an opportunity to be paid fairly and also to have a job. This brand also is uh, one of a kind. They have posted on their website what they actually pay their garment workers. So you don't usually, I believe they're the first in its industry, where you see exactly what their workers are being paid. So it's a very unique brand. Um, You can get anything from clothing, shoes, bags, like I said, and it's really a one-stop shop for shopping, if you ask me, and your money is really going to support a great cause.
0: I like the idea that they have bags Mm -hmm. because everybody needs that, and this is a great way to Maybe get people into a sustainable brand easily.
1: Yes, yes.
0: Like a, a, a quick purchase that gets them exposed and bags are, again, yes. no size, no, yes, no issue with that. Yes, beautiful
1: totes, they have beautiful clutches,
0: all responsibly sourced materials. Excellent. I just think this has been great.
1: This has been so much fun. Uh,
0: the more people we can, you know, expose to these brands and Absolutely. the more buying around it we can get.
1: Yeah, I fabulous. think um, women do want to see change happen within the fashion industry. I also think it can be tricky for them to find brands that they would like to support because it's so easy to maybe just pop into the mall and get something quick. But if they just take a little more time, there are brands out there that are doing good for the world. And consider shopping instead of dropping into that discount store.
0: It's true. I'll close by saying you can always follow my uh, website as well as Lars to get more of this. And there was a book that I picked up at an event at the Peabody Essex Museum. They just recently did an event on sustainability. And it's by a woman named Kate Black. The book is called Magnifico. And it's your head-to-toe guide to ethical fashion and non-toxic beauty. Beauty is a whole other thing we can talk about. I hope to have someone from either Ever or Beauty Counter coming Mm -hmm. on this show to talk about that whole avenue. We'll table that for another time. But the book is great. And it's just like a very easy guidebook to start you on your, your path to sustainability.
1: Yeah great read wonderful book
0: laura how can listeners get in touch with you for specific um, help in this area
1: people can reach me through my website which is www.hangitupclub.com you can also find me on instagram at laura ettenberg and also on facebook at laura ettenberg
0: great thank you so much for coming on thank today Thanks for having thanks. me thanks To find out more about Lisa's sustainable style, check out LASSWardrobe.com.